0: KPBS On Demand is supported by the National Conflict Resolution Center. Topics like political polarization and hybrid work policies can create workplace conflict. NCRC can help workplace leaders navigate divisive issues with the culture, communication, and conflict certificate. More at ncrconline.com.
1: You're listening to KPBS Midday Edition. I'm Maureen Kavanaugh. The San Diego International Fringe Festival kicks off its 11th year tonight in Balboa Park. And if you do not know what fringe is, then here are some fringe artists to explain.
0: What is fringe?
1: Uncensored. Unjuried. Unafraid. Fringe
2: is
0: creativity. Exciting. Passion. Wild. Community.
1: Fun.
2: (laughs) And visibility.
1: Fringe is loud.
0: Fringe is discovery.
1: Fringe is an adventure. Fringe is unapologetic.
0: Fringe is everything.
1: Fringe is just fringe. Fringe is also 11 days of wildly diverse live theater that KPBS arts reporter Beth Acomando loves. She spoke with Fringe's new producer and ambassador for the arts, Austin Dean Ashford, who started the interview with a little throwback to the first time they spoke in 2018 when he was debuting his first Fringe show, Island Trap, in San Diego.
2: What was the first thing I played on here? I think I did remember that? <laughs> Blast in the past, baby. <laughs> we are back. I'm sorry, I'm so excited to be back at the SD Fringe. I am, um, cause this was like big for me. Okay, I don't mean to like directly talk to you people with the camera, but yo, check this out, yo, yo. Beth did this for me five years ago, and it was amazing. It changed my, look, it changed my life. So the reason why, I. Th- So, I know, okay, Austin, bring your excitement down a little bit so you can communicate to humans. So the reason why I'm so excited, I think this is so awesome, is because it's very tough for a lot of artists to go from hobby, amateur, to feel like they've had a professional moment. This festival did this for me. When I tell people around the world, hey, I won the San Diego International Fringe Festival, it's very validating. I wanna be one of the people who help Fringe festivals have an even large name. just like a music festival, just like a film festival. And I think it's even important more now than ever because of how the live arts are trying to thrive back from the pandemic and and COVID. And I love music, music's awesome. I love art's awesome, dance is awesome. All of you, come to me, please. But storytelling needs to be amplified. And I think that's the thing that we could do very, very well here.
3: And I got to experience your storytelling when you had the play Island Trap here at San Diego Fringe. And I just wanted to play a little clip from that.
2: So, I'm going on an epic voyage like Black Ulysses. Yeah! (laughs) I'm going on a vacation and I'm never coming back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to sell the seven seas like Black Ulysses, who tell stories about survival. Because things are chaotic, you know? How did that feel? The very first Fringe Festival I've ever experienced was 2018, the San Diego Fringe Festival. It was the first time I got to do like a run of shows. I never got to do like five performances. It was the first time I got to do like five performances, have a registration, do some previews, uh, have 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 coverage. I never had a media coverage or interview about a play ever before in my life. No one asked me ever about my play. And then we are fortunate enough, to, I ain't going lie, we were, we were lucky. I don't know if, it, if this happened, for the very first time coming in 2018, I was fortunate enough to win like three incredible awards. And I still remember to that day when I won that first year. Uh, I was fortunate enough to win best one person show, which is, I want to say is incredible because there was phenomenal one person shows that year. Because even though I participated, I watched as many shows as I could. Uh, got to win Best in Fest, that surprised me. I was like, oh my God, been so many plays. And then also the New Zealand Exchange Award, which also changed my life too, because prior to that moment, I'd never left the country to ever do art. So San Diego Fringe took me to another level. So I got to be part of the New Zealand Fringe and the Dunedin Fringe, and then we won awards at those Fringe festivals. My, as you can tell, my excitement for what, how, this was my very first Fringe I ever participated in. And I've done like all of them, I've done like Edinburgh, we've won a whole bunch, but it all started here for me. So to come back now, is so full circle. I know that I'm not a native, but I'm hoping to be adopted by the city. I have the papers. I just hope that San Diego will accept me.
3: Well, you have been adopted by San Diego Fringe because you now have a new job here, a position, yes. and you are the producer of the festival and ambassador. So what does this entail?
2: Okay. So, producer and ambassador means I want to bring some innovative ways for us to growth and invite new voices to come to the Fringe. Being able to go, right now I'm getting my PhD in interdisciplinary fine art, so now I'm able to maneuver through the tech space. I'm I'm Latin Grammy nominated for music, so I know people in the music space now. I know people in the one-person show space. I know a lot of BIPOC people who don't even know Fringe exists. So, I'm trying to find a way to like, Let people know that this is the party, this is where it's at. Trying to find a way to have more programs and workshops so people can really elevate their experience because I know what it did for me. So I'm trying to come and bring a new shine and a new polish to a very beautiful traditional concept that we look at in art. And we do ambassador of the arts. I want to try to open up the doors for people of the other arts to know they have a home with us too. I think because I'm fortunate enough to know what it's like to be in the art space, the music space, the dance space, a lot of those people in those disciplines feel like everything separate. And I wanna remind them, no, 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 no. You can do that here. We wanna see like your art show within this time frame. We wanna see your music show. We wanna see your dance show. So I think I'm trying to find a way is an ambassadorship um, because I was also formerly working for the US Embassy. I was an ambassador for them with some programs. So I was working in Colombia and I was working in Ecuador doing programs for social change, arts education and arts entrepreneurship. But I want to bring the same thing I was doing for them here for the Fringe. So how are we able to get like more schools, more people in education, more people who have created work and haven't really had that nice, beautiful bump to a platform of having five performances. And the big thing, look, this is a big thing for the Fringe the artists get back 100% of their proceeds. A lot of people just don't know about that. And this festival is so like important because the way that it has such a beautiful international lens. So I hopefully wanna remind people who we might not have seen from Nigeria or Belize or from Colombia or from Amsterdam or the UK or Toronto. Come on down here, it is awesome down here. And we want to collaborate with you. After the pandemic, I think it's been so difficult on live events for the arts. I think music found it quick, because you know, you could just um, But as far as like live events, people come together, now everybody's just now starting to get to the space where people are comfortably outside and sharing their work. And when they are, I just want them to know, here's the place you need to share it. We want to see it. We have the audience that wants to see it. Did people not know this year, tickets are going crazy. This is like one of the best years that tickets have been sold because we're now letting people do tickets in advance, but it's one of the best years, which I think is like an indicator that Audiences want to see awesome stuff, but artists don't know that. So I think I'm taking on, and they're not, they're not forcing this on me, this is the helmet that I'm putting on, but the, the, the crown and the burden that I'm coming to bear to say I, I'm trying to do my best to go around the world and in the community to bring people here so we can give them the platform that they deserve. And the uncensorship part too. I think a lot of people, and this is me coming, because I come from the education, please don't be mad at me, schools. But you know, coming from the education space, the censorship is so tough that you can't really always say what you want to say. But the beautiful thing about this fringe, literally in our mission statement, is uncensorship. We invite that, we invite the inclusivity, we invite the um, uncensorship. I'm not the person judging you so you can't be like, oh, fringe people from executive, record. like no, we, we want the people who are watching, the audience members, who are thriving and wanting your work. People are buying tickets because they want to see the work. People are excited to be coming out of the pandemic. But we would love to have even more artists from around the world to come. I just don't think they all know about it. So me, I am putting on this cape and this uh, green lantern ring. And I will find you from around the world and strongly urge you to come. You are strongly invited.
3: Now, for people who haven't experienced a Fringe Festival, describe what this is like and what they can kind of expect.
2: It's an amusement park of storytelling and the beautiful thing is there's gonna be shows that are between 45 minutes to an hour long but because at that time frame you can watch multiple shows in a day. I could be able to see like three, four shows in a day, just in one day and then the next day see another three or four because they're between that 45 minute to 60 minutes long and they're like slotted at a really cool time where you can see multiple ones. The beautiful thing about being at this festival, you can go from one site to another site. You can create your own it's like it's like a buffet, honestly. You can look you can look at the descriptions, you can look at the previews, you ah, that shows like greens, this shows like macaroni and cheese, this shows like alkaline water, and you kind of put it together and you have the perfect meal of how you like to enjoy theater. with also room for you to to put some things on your plate you typically may not eat, which I think you should experience.
3: Now, I was recently at the New Zealand Fringe Festival, and the person in charge of that was a performer as well. And so what do you think it brings to the role to being an organizer who's also been a performer in Fringe? Like, how does that benefit the festival?
2: I get to get amplified off of everybody else's first time because I remember my first time. And I don't want to shout, I'll say their name, I won't say their show, because I don't want to make it seem like I'm picking favorites, everybody should be awesome. But I got to meet, I got to meet Mark. His name was Mark Please, right? He came all the way from LA, he took the train, he showed up, he introduced himself. And I was so happy, Actually, I'm playing it cool though, because I don't have the no favorites. So I'm playing it cool. And he tells me how, he's excited, he's asking how he wants to do previews, but he came here because this is his first fringe. He's never fringed before. So when he said that, I'm like, dang, I remember. My very first time fringing was this festival, exactly where he's at right now in 2023. I know exactly how that felt five years ago. So because of that, I get so excited now, how can I make Mark's preview experience that much more better? How can I help Mark be able to navigate and meet the people that he wants to navigate or things that he may not know would make the experience a little bit more, a little bit more. I think it allows me to say, no, I'm not gonna be the pilot of your experience, but I'll be the flight attendant. You know, if you need some crackers, you need some water, I can get you that. It's still your journey to, to guide through, but I'll be able to be there just to help you. Um, I think I know how nervous performers get. (laughs) And I think I could be able to hear their concern through whatever may be happening nerves-wise. I think, yeah, I think there's the excitement that I have because I know what it's like to be on the other side.
3: Well, and the great thing for artists, and the thing that Fringe can offer with this uncensored, unjuried, is you have a much better opportunity to get kind of these, unheard voices or people who don't have as much opportunity in mainstream theaters.
2: Okay, you, you gonna set me up to start talking about a whole dissertation in this place now, Beth, because you're talking my language. The BIPOC letter for theater came out for a reason. It came out for a reason. I don't want to say that a lot of change didn't happen, but what's beautiful where we are at, we could actually put you know our platform where our mouth is. So we could actually say, hey, these people may not have the same opportunities as some of these spaces because of the typical shows that they may run. But here, we want your new voice. We want your inclusive piece. I want to hear the indigenous play that you and your ensemble put together now. I want to hear the Asian play. I want to hear the African play. I want to hear the Japanese play. I want to hear the Latinx play. I want to hear the queer play. I I, I want it all. (laughs) I want it all here and I want it all now. That doesn't happen with every place. And even on top of that, I want it in every discipline. That's why I get very weary to not always say just theater, and I love the word fringe, and I love the phrase of storytelling, because you dancing is telling a story to me. I love dance. You doing song, you doing music, that's telling a story to me, you're, you're, you're welcomed here. Um, if, if, if you do art and you're able to tell me a beautiful story within your 12 art pieces, and now this art installation is you and a couple of characters, we want that, come on down, please. But we want you, we want you to come over here. We want you to hang out. We want you to be able to figure it out. We want you to be able to be part of this beautiful community like me. I've met so many different people like within Fringe. I remember the year that I won, I was able to meet the person who won who was able to go to Perth. And then when I, people from this Fringe Festival set me up when I went to like United Solo. So it's also a community you're able to meet. And yes, if you are a person of color or you are um, a queer person or if you're a woman I am hunting you down to invite you to come to this festival because I want your work I selfishly I selfishly want your work all of your work because there's also an explosion of it now right like there's so many people who are creating things that are worried like is there a platform for me is there a place where I can have my authentic voice and share it with people and people would want to hear and I can say a resounding uh, unapologetic yes here at SD Fringe, we want your work. The work that you're scared and you're sharing in your room, you're in the living room, and you don't know if you're gonna show anybody. If you don't fill out this application, so we can tell you where we want you.
3: Well, I wanna thank you very much for talking about San Diego Fringe. Yeah. And would you like to go out with a little music?
2: Oh, I thought you would never ask. What's this chorus? I like doing this one. Hello, San Diego. You better come see some shows at this Fringe now. (laughs) And this is for the uh, performers and listeners. You don't have to force it, darling, you're so gorgeous, but that's not why I adore you. You shine like California. you get tickets. You can get a multi-pass. Make sure you follow us online and subscribe.
1: That was Beth Accomando speaking with Austin Dean Ashford. San Diego International Fringe Festival runs tonight through May 28th with its home base in Balboa Park and one show running at Lay Girls.